We're back in Matthew, once again, chapter 9, verse 10. And as Jesus reclined at table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? In Jesus' name, beloved of God. Many people have had COVID and recovered with little distress. Others have wound up in the ICU, as you all know, and some have died. Why does God let such things happen? A high school graduate in Dwajak, Michigan, rides with some friends to a party following the evening ceremony. The car collides with a tree, and the young man is killed before the sun can rise on the new graduate. Why? Our lives are filled with situations that might wrench from us this anguished question, why? Why are such things permitted by God? In Matthew 9, the Pharisees ask an even greater question. They come to Jesus' followers and ask, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? They did not mean to do it, but by their question, they point up the true glory of Jesus. And the answer to their question sheds light on all the other whys of this life. Jesus had just called Matthew from his tax booth by the sea, and Matthew had left his career behind, as you might leave an old pair of tennis shoes when you have some new Nikes. He gave a dinner for Jesus, and many of those who had been his associates came. When the church-going Pharisees, who scrupulously avoided all appearance of evil, when they saw this, they asked, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Why indeed? Certainly not because it brought great benefits to him. It didn't make him wealthy. With all his followers, he still had no place to lay his head. There was nothing that the tax collectors and sinners could add to him. They were the sick. He, he was the doctor. Why would he spend time with them? A simple answer is that they came to him. He did not join them in their sinning. He did not sit down with Matthew to count up how many people he had overcharged and gather his riches. But Matthew left his cheating and his career to follow Jesus. So did others. That distinction escaped the Pharisees, as it also escapes some people today. Matthew and his associates came to Jesus for healing because they recognized that they needed it. 
The Pharisees did not come to Jesus in that way. They wanted him to come to them, to give him a pat on the head and say, you're a good guy. That would make a big show of not having anything to do with sinners. Canceling business, social, and religious dealings with such as they. But Jesus did not join the Pharisees in this either. He received sinners and ate with them, whether they were Pharisees or not. Why? Another answer we notice in Matthew 9 is that if Jesus had not answered, had not eaten with sinners, he would have had to eat alone. He did not deny that his companions at dinner were sinners, but so were the ones criticizing him for it. He pointed that out. Their sins, the sins of the Pharisees of being unmerciful, were not as obvious, but they were just as great. So why would he spend time with sinners like us? The answer is nothing short of amazing. It's said that a f famous German theologian was once spending an evening within the circle of his friends. In the course of the conversation, one of his friends asked him, what is the most profound thought that has ever entered your mind? After a moment of reflection, He replied, The most profound thought I have ever known is, Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. And this is what stands out in Matthew 9 also. He, the great physician, comes to make a house call for the benefit of sinners. What a wonderful Savior we have. No wonder Paul was led to say, The life I now live in the body, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin, whether sins of childhood, of youth, of middle or old age. And here is the key to all those other whys why does God let tragedies occur? Why do young people die when they appear to have their whole life in front of them? Why do the effects of sin still seem to hold sway in the world? Some whys God answers in his word. For example, death and sorrow in the, are in the world because of sin. Other whys are answered by God's great trust me. All things work together for good to them that love God. These are not evasive answers. They are written with his own blood on the cross. He who did not spare his own son, as we heard yesterday, but gave him. What is he not going to give if he's already given his greatest treasure? 
what would he withhold? Only that which we might not need anyway, or that which would be harmful to us. That's the only thing that he would not give after he gave his own son. Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Why is he with us at Emmanuel? It is love and genuine, unadulterated, 100% pure grace, his grace and our salvation. Hymn number 588. 